Hey y'all, welcome back to our hike through First Kings, and we are continuing in chapter 19 to see what happens next for our prophet Elijah. And as we know in chapter 18, a whole lot went down in chapter 18. And um, in verse 1 of 19, it says, When Ahab got home, he told Jezebel everything Elijah had done, including the way he had killed all the prophets of Baal. So Jezebel sent this message to Elijah. May the, dog, may the gods strike me and even kill me if by this time tomorrow I have not killed you just as you have killed them. Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. Then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. Take my life, or I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. Then he lay down and slept under the broom tree. But as he was sleeping, an angel touched him and told him, Get up and eat. He looked around, and there beside his head was some baked bread on hot stones and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. Again, we have an example of Jesus taking care of his people. And it's interesting that 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 word that was sent to him caused fear. He listened to this threat instead of to God. And he knows that he's God's child, but yet he fled in fear. And we all struggle with fears and insecurities. And this is evident in Elijah as well, that even he, this amazing man of God who prayed so fervently to God that it didn't even rain for three years, but now we find him afraid and running for his life. But God yet again sends an angel and sends food, fresh baked bread on a hot stone in the middle of the wilderness. And he sends what he needs. And we can rest assured that no matter what we're going through or where we are in life, God's going to send angel cakes. He's going to take care of us. Let's go on to verse 7 and see what happens. Then the angel of the Lord came again and touched him and said, Get up and eat some more, or the journey ahead will be too much for you. So he got up and ate and drank. And the food gave him enough energy to travel 40 days and 40 nights to Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. And Mount Sinai, remember, is where the Mosaic Covenant began. So he's traveled back to Mount Sinai. In verse 9, There he came to a cave where he spent the night. But the Lord asked him, What are you doing here, Elijah? Whenever God asks questions in the Bible, I like to pay close attention because we can use those in our daily lives. Like, just to check ourselves, like, what am I doing here? Where am I in line with God and and what am I doing in God's will at this point? Like, what am I doing here right now? Um, so God asks Elijah this, what are you doing here? In verse 10, Elijah replied, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I am the only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire. 
but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And a voice said, What are you doing here, Elijah? So in a gentle whisper, God came and asked him again, What are you doing here? In verse 14, he replied again, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, and killed every one of your prophets. I am the only one left, and now they're trying to kill me too. Then the Lord said to him, Go back the same way that you came, and travel to the wilderness of Damascus. When you arrive there, anoint Hazael to be king of Aram. Then anoint Jehu, grandson of Nimshi, to be king of Israel, and anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, from the town of Abel-Mohala, to replace you as my prophet. Anyone who escapes from Hazael will be killed by Jehu, and those who escape Jehu will be killed by Elisha. Yet I will preserve 7,000 others in Israel who have never bowed down to Baal or kissed him. So he's saying, go back. Like, sometimes we might get lost in our paths and fall away or find ourselves maybe somewhere where where God doesn't want us to be there. And he'll stop us and ask us, hey, what are you doing here? Go back. Come back to me. Come back to my plan. Come back to my path. Come back to my will. And if you obey God, he's going to provide grace and favor. And he's going to faithfully anoint you with with everything that he dreams of for your life in verse 19 so elijah went and found elisha son of shaphat plowing a field there were 12 teams of oxen in the field and elisha was plowing with the 12th team elijah went over to him and threw his cloak over his shoulders and then walked away i'm sure elijah was wondering what 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 (laughs) in verse 20 Elisha left the oxen standing there, ran after Elijah, and said to him, First let me go and kiss my father and mother goodbye, and then I will go back with you. Elijah replied, Go on back, but think about what I have done to you. So Elisha returned to his oxen and slaughtered them. He used the wood from the plow to build a fire to roast their flesh. He passed around the meat to the townspeople, and they all ate. And then he went to Elijah as his assistant. So Elisha is being called as a prophet and Elijah is anointing him with his cloak and giving him and he's passing on that cloak of responsibility to Elisha. And um, it's a very serious obligation. And he's like, think about think about what you're taking on here. Um, and he does. He, he takes on this responsibility that Elijah has has thrown on his shoulders and we will go ahead and stop there because a lot happens in chapter 20. So we'll continue on in chapter 20 to see how Elijah um, does as Elisha is moving up into his assistant. So we'll see Elisha moving on up into the role of the prophet. Um, so we'll continue on tomorrow with chapter 20. I hope you all are having a most wonderful day.